I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. First of all, you're on my podcast, so like you're going to listen to me <laughs> talk. All right, that's part, of the, that's part of the deal. My name's in the title. And this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome back to Not the Podcast You Deserve, episode 105. We're talking about She-Hulk. Now, we've only watched episode one up to this point. As of recording, I think episode two drops in like six hours. I may stay up six hours to watch it live right as it drops. What about you, Drew? Man, I love the idea of doing that. During football season, you have a hard time getting me... All the way there. You know, five years ago, you would have, you would not have even thought about it. You'd be like, oh, sure, definitely, I'm in. Yeah, I know. I'm 30 now, and <laughs> I don't know what happened. I turned 30 so recently, and it just, it's like my body slapped me in the face with like, this is how much, this is how bad you've been treating us for the last decade. <laughs> and it's all catching up to you now. Oh, that's funny. Um, so Say listening. goodbye to the things you love. You and your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if you uh, if you haven't seen the first episode of She-Hulk, maybe press pause, check it out. It's on Disney Plus, and then come back and uh, we'll talk. No, we're not going to do a deep breakdown, but uh, I actually want to talk about the vibe of it because it's so mm-hmm. different than everything else we've seen thus far in the MCU, especially with the TV shows. Um, but kind of before we get into that, uh, Tatiana Maslany. Do you think I said mm-hmm. that right? Sure. As the lead, Jennifer Walters, uh, I think that she's great. I've never seen her in anything, but I, I've i loved her so far. I thought that she was a lot of fun. I love that they started it off uh, with her breaking the fourth wall. Um, yeah. And then giving you the backstory uh, with Mark Ruffalo. Um, but uh, so I heard, I read that they originally weren't going to tell you her backstory uh, until like the eighth episode, and they made the decision to put it in the first episode like pretty recently, which is why it got bumped back a day um, from its uh, original release date. Thank you from the original release date, um, which makes me like all sorts of nervous for the show because yeah, if if they just decide like what is episode eight now and what ha- if if you've already done this then like is episode two like did they just screw up the whole like plan and why did they do that? Um, so I don't know if that's I don't know if Kevin Feige's like commented on that or not. Um, I think it was a leak from somebody who worked on the show explaining why it missed the release date. But the good stuff, I, I thought the tone of it was so fun. I think she's yeah. hysterical, and I really liked that they changed her backstory from the comics um, because. Her needing a blood transfusion and the only match is the Incredible Hulk is kind of like not a great background story. Uh, and so them them giving their reason, even though, yeah, them giving her her a reason to have come into contact with Bruce's blood that wasn't super dumb, I enjoyed. Uh, and then them breaking the fourth wall and it being real fun, I thought was really nice. But also I don't know how on earth that's going to work in the MCU. And I'm excited to figure it out. But as of right now, I'm like, shoot, I don't know how you guys can pull this off. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with everything you just said. I I really like that they started immediately with her breaking the fourth wall and 
her saying the like, hey, I'm only doing this because I don't think you're going to pay attention otherwise. Yeah. So like, here, here you go. Like just a real like, this is for you. All right. I didn't want to, but like, we're going to do it, which I imagine is exactly what was told to the staff when yeah, they were maybe. told you have to go do this now, even though we weren't planning on doing it till later. Uh, somebody higher up said, no, you have to do it right now. And, um, and probably verbatim said, people aren't going to pay attention if you don't give it to them now. So they're like, fine, we're going to quote you on that. And <laughs> it, it was very I, like Deadpool. Like that whole thing's very Deadpool. Like not yeah. even just breaking the fourth wall, but bringing the real world, what's happening into our TV show and making fun of it a little bit. Like, or really like that. when she whis- when she whispers lawyer show, I yes. was like, yes, yeah. that's hilarious. Um, and I did also laugh at the Sakarian spaceship and then just yeah. like, one line of like, yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I'm sure it'll probably come back to play later. Sure. They do a pretty good job of wrapping that stuff up. But it did make me laugh when it originally happened of like, it wasn't a deer in front of the road. It wasn't like a boulder falling. Sure. It wasn't like, you know, they looked at their phone and, you know, it was a Sakarian spacecraft. And they're like, what? Yeah. Which, let's remind me to bring that up later. Because let's, let's finish this with where we see this going. Because I have okay. a theory for you. Um, um, I was going to say the other thing I liked was the cannon that they used going back to the original, not, not going back to the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, where you see his blood get into, I always oh, forget his name, guy, guy with three first names. Um, not Stanley. Gosh. Are you talking about? No. Oh, you're talking about Mr. The, Blue. Uh, the leader. Yeah. 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 Mr. Blue. And like, he like it drips into his head and you see him start to transform sure, and yeah. uh you know he was being set up to be another bad guy later on yeah in the series and then you know edward norton was like i'm not doing this anymore and i agree with you the fact that they would have been like it's a blood transfusion and we no longer have a global database of everybody's blood in the world we're just gonna have to use his yeah it's like, not a, would not also have at some well. Yeah, also at some point he's probably smart enough to be like, listen, I can I can just filter my blood out and then like give you that blood. How about that? <laughs> yeah. He would have figured I something created, out. Yeah. I made an iron suit around the world, but my blood's just my blood. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the training montage um, that they go through on that island deal, I thought that was super fun. And I got like weirdly emotional when... He, when they walk into his house and there's like Iron Man's helmet. Uh, and I was like, oh. Uh, and then they go to the bar and there's the TS and BB like carved into the into the bar that they, they built together. I was like, this is actually kind of sad. And then this is like a, a funny like lawyer superhero TV show. And I'm kind of like sad now. <laughs> uh, man, like that was uh, weirdly, I think it was really good. I really enjoyed that whole that whole thing, and then I'm really excited. Uh, I think her name is Jamila Jamil. She is from The Good Place, and she plays Titania in this show, and she's only in it for the last like 45 seconds. And I'm pretty sure this is gonna like she's not gonna be a good supervillain. This is giving me like real Cheetah vibes from Wonder Woman too, um, but I should give her a fair shot because. She is awesome in The Good Place. That's the only thing I've ever seen her in. Uh, she's great in that. And the only thing I've read about her character 
And she said she's the greatest supervillain ever because she's the most annoying supervillain ever. And that doesn't really psych me up uh, for, her, for her character. But Ginger Gonzaga plays Nikki, um, Jennifer Walters' friend. And you only get to see her in those two scenes. But uh, when, when Jennifer Walters is like giving her like practice, um, like final speech to the jury, I'm sure there's a technical word for that. And I cannot think of it. And closing statements, closing argument. Thank you. Closing argument, yeah. And uh and the guy's like, You should smile here. And she's like, We you don't need to be here. <laughs> like I thought she was really funny. And then when Jennifer Walters turns into the Hulk at the end, she's like, No, oh, shoes, shoes, take off your shoes. And I just think that's like a really funny like bit that she can just be the comic relief and uh and and there was a lot of um I mean, you know, as two dudes in their soon to be thirties, I don't know how much we can really talk about the the impact this has for like women in the world. Uh, but I thought it was really cool how she's able to control her anger because she's a woman living in the world that is run by men. And she's like, I'm angry all the time. I'm angry every day. People can't call me. People think I can't be a good lawyer. Like she's like, yeah, of course I can control this. I'm not an idiot like you. And like, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a fun twist and it wasn't like super preachy, but like it was enough. Yeah, no, I agree. There are a lot of things that I thought about as well. You know, my wife works full time and is in a a very competitive field. And yeah, there were several things where I was just empathizing with her, and she wasn't even watching it with me. I just saw it in how Jen Walters was talking, and I was like, "That's really cool." Um, I liked that. It's very easy to mansplain the montage sequence, and yeah. anytime it started to get like that. Uh, there would immediately be another twist where Bruce Banner was like, well, okay, that's something new. That's like not part of what I know how to do. And she was sure. like, well, I'll figure it out on my own. Cause you know, you're, while it's helpful to learn from people that have gone before you on maybe the only person that could understand a little bit of what you're talking about. Uh, it's also nice to avoid the entire, like I'm now your male teacher and you have to do exactly what I say. Yeah. So I thought that was nice. So far, I don't know. My bar wasn't set super high for this because, like, I'm not. I was not a big She-Hulk comic fan, but I thought that she was charming. I thought it was a fun pace. It was a real funny light episode, and I think it sets up a lot of cool stuff. We know Daredevil's going to be in some of these, which I'm fired up for. I'm excited to see how his. The last time we saw Daredevil, I guess it was in Spider-Man: No Way Home, but in the yeah. TV shows, he's this dark and gritty character. And pairing him up with Jennifer Walters, who is not dark and gritty at all and is breaking the fourth wall. Like, I think a lot of cool stuff could come from that. The moment that she breaks the fourth wall as She-Hulk and she, like, turns the camera and says, like, he doesn't mean that. And Bruce turns and goes, what? And she just kind of, like, looks back at him and looks back at the camera. I was like, this show's got me. Like, I'm in. Like, I I will watch all of it to the surprise of no one. I'm in. Yeah, I, I always appreciate when people can break the fourth wall well because it's hard to do. It either takes you entirely out like, hey, look, everyone around in the world is not paying attention right now. Or it's like, hey, it's just, it's just an inner monologue that like I'm seeing inside your head like Zach Braff style oh, yeah. uh, in Scrubs. So I appreciate when they can interplay that well. I think it was set perfectly by Daredevil – or sorry, by uh, Deadpool and now other people are able to – really copy that style and and it's cool to see but speaking of daredevil i am also excited to see charlie cox uh reprise that role role and i it just makes me laugh that 
he had the one good show uh, out of all of those people. Like Luke Cage season one, I liked, and Jessica Jones, I liked mm, the first season for sure. Yeah, and then kind of two. Um, but I mean, Iron Fist was god awful. But <laughs> um, I like that he was so beloved it seems that they keep bringing him back They're like we're gonna find ways to get you involved again don't yeah. worry like yeah. you're not dead yeah john bernthal we gotta we gotta get john bernthal back somehow then the, it'll be complete um yeah man I, I i'm excited to see where this thing goes i really liked it i like i think um i think wandavision was the only other pilot from the mcu thus far that like had me like quite as like oh this is gonna be awesome um so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, did you watch Miss Marvel? I did. Did you like Miss Marvel? I started liking Miss Marvel like the first couple episodes. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's different. It's really like campy. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the like fangirl aspect of her. I was like, this is kind of fun. And then the pacing of the story got so insane yeah. that I was like, wait, where are we? What are we doing? Who's involved? The bad guy just decided to stop being the bad guy at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, for time. I There was no decision-making that went in, or, like, there was no battle, there was no grand argument, there was no cathartic experience. She just was like, oh, I'm going to not do this now. And I was like, wait, what? I, my, my thing with Ms. Marvel is I thought it, she was the best, like, new character we've been introduced to. I thought she was great. Um, and I thought it was, like, the coolest vibe um, because when you see like the text bubbles pop up and like real world stuff and um, like how she was just a big fan like I thought all of that was so so well done but I also thought it was probably the worst like in terms of writing and in terms of like spe- like visual effects I thought it wasn't very good um, this one kind of feels the aesthetic was the word I was looking for this one yeah. feels like they nailed it with uh, Jennifer Walters uh, what I Tatiana Malzani. Um, and they killed it with the aesthetic and like the the vibe of it as she's it's like a goofy lawyer show where she breaks the fourth wall and stuff. So I'm really really excited about this one. Um, the Sakar ship showing up uh, on Earth makes me a hope that Jeff Goldblum is still alive in the MCU <laughs> and b um, I'm gonna throw a wild fan theory out there that we're setting up finally the World War Hulk uh, storyline. Where Sakar is instead of just becoming a gladiator realm or whatever, their whole mission is to get the Hulk back there uh, to create the World War Hulk storyline. So, wow. crossing your fingers, hoping to die for that. Um, and then uh, I'm and excited then to see maybe, Jamil maybe we get Beta Ray Bill out of that. Yes, yes. Did, he would. Uh, he has a statue in Thor Ragnarok. We we need more Thors. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that uh, I think this show's really good. I think that it's got a lot of promise, and I'm excited to see what Jamila Jamil does because I'm a big fan of hers. And uh, also, we didn't, uh, Tim Roth. I don't even think he was in the first episode, or if he was, I don't remember it. Uh, Abomination. He's not. Yeah, he was in the first one. Yeah, so there's still a lot to unpack here, and um, unlike some of the other, like unlike uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It doesn't feel like you're just like, please give me to the next one to see what the point is of this. This one seems like it's yeah. going to be a fun ride. Um, so I'm fired up, man. You kind of touched on it earlier, and we can cut this out later if we want to. But I was not... 
when you said that Jamil, uh, Jamila Jamil, oh, all right. When you said uh, Tatiana <laughs> Titania was gonna be the bad person, yeah. Uh, I was like, wait, that person that broke into the law room at the last part of the episode. I mm-hmm. thought she was like a joke. No, I no. thought she, I thought she was gonna be like a joke bad guy that was like trying to set up for the hey look she turns into She Hulk and she fights bad people. Here comes the real enemy after this because her oh, entrance wow. and first move was so insane. I was like, oh well, obviously this is the setup fall guy. <laughs> We're not gonna have to watch her for eight episodes. Oh no, I think she's gonna be the main bad guy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, you know, I have a small sample size. Yeah. Who knows? It could get a lot better. Yeah. Uh, it, it, she, they didn't give her much. I laughed out loud because I thought that's a funny joke of like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we introduced a new series and you don't know who the bad guy is yet. There's not like immediate tension. Sure. There's, in fact, haha, here's like a fake, here's like a red herring. Yeah. Here's no. the fake bad guy. I'm pretty sure she's going to be the main antagonist of the series. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it, it exceeded my expectations so much on this first one. But like, I don't know how the second one's going to live up to it at this point. So let's just cross our fingers and really hope that uh, Marvel does not fumble this one. They normally don't. But uh, I think the TV show is going to hit and miss. Oh, another yeah. one for you. Um, the person that she's trying to put away in the courtroom, um, the defendant, maybe, who knows? Uh, yeah. I yeah. didn't go to law school. My master's in liberal arts is really paying off at this Could've episode. Could have fooled me. Tell. Yeah. Oh, no. In her opening statement or her closing statement, she says something like, this corporation either didn't know what they were doing was harmful or they didn't care or they sought the profit off it anyways or something, which brings me to... Who is this evil corporation that she's trying to bring down? Um, the obvious answer would be Oscorp, even though we haven't seen it anywhere yet, and I don't think this is where they would introduce Oscorp. Could be, could be Roxon. Roxon is what I think is probably the most likely, just because they're always the they're always the they're evil corporation. Always dumping <laughs> chemicals. Yeah, yeah. They're always like, yeah, hey, uh, we developed a new weapon basically that all it's good for is uh i don't know killing superman or you know killing all of sure the superheroes and also the only way to do it was we had to poison all of the swamps in florida and you're like wait what you didn't have any other options they're like no had to do it sorry another it could be aim uh another marvel bad guy corporation um i uh, ain't kind of yeah. They, yeah. I think in Iron Man two or three, they kind of touched on aim a little bit. Um, yeah, there it could be hammer. hammer. Uh, so I'm intrigued by that. I'm intrigued by a lot of this show, and I think the episode was only like thirty minutes, wasn't it? Was it an hour long? Uh, uh, you know what? I don't know, and I don't want to speculate. Thirty five minutes. In thirty five minutes, they gave us a very compelling uh, lead character. They gave us a really fun storyline. They took at your heartstrings a little bit by kind of covering everything in the MCU up to that point since the snap. Mm-hmm. Um, they introduced a, a diabolical organization that you gotta, you're going to find out more about. A spaceship on planet Earth out of nowhere. Um, and 
they they tell us whether or not Captain America got laid before he died. That was hilarious. One of the well, I don't know if that's one of the best mid credit scenes ever, but when it ends with her just yelling Captain America, like I I was cracking up. Um, and the fact that she was so hung up on that throughout the entire episode yeah. <laughs> was such a great payoff when 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 he tells her finally. Uh, man, really funny. Well, it was also funny to me because I was wondering what exactly she was getting at. Like, I yeah. knew it was sexual in nature, but I was like, is she going to talk about how the theory is he's homosexual and, like, you know, had a boyfriend the whole time? Or, you know, like, what what is she getting at? Like, and to hear, like, he had sex, I was like, that's hilarious. And <laughs> I was dying. The fact that that was, like, her, like, she had to get this answer out of Bruce Banner somehow. I thought that was really funny. So I'm... He got thumbs, lawyered. He got lawyered. Two thumbs way, way up for She-Hulk this far. I'm excited for episode two, which comes out in, like, five hours. I can't wait. I was also going to say I like that uh, the name of the episode was A Normal Amount of Rage. Yes, yes. That gives me hope for the rest of the episodes being kind of funny titled yeah. in nature. And so that always makes me laugh when people put that much effort into their titles. No, I'm with you on that. And if you're not with Marvel as much as we are, no worries. Hang tight, because the next episode, not the podcast you deserve, we're talking about the prequel to Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Next. Dragon or dragons? Dragon. Dragon.